Fry Burp. You know, when you have fries and then you belch and then you just taste fries. A fry burp. Mm-hmm. You know what else gives you burps? Sweet potatoes. You don't eat with sweet that sweet potato. potato pocket. I'm back again with sweet potato pocket. We're selling them for nineteen ninety nine. I got a whole fucking storage container unit of them. I forgot this existed. Yeah, I didn't. As soon as you start talking about fries, I was like, oh yeah, sweet potato pocket. And I had them made, and I didn't tell you. Actually, I just bought large uh, plastic Easter eggs and cut them down long ways, and melted them back together the other way. Does that make any sense? Nope, never okay. does. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm and we are recording this on Easter. We are. I keep forgetting that it's Easter. It's Easter Sunday, because it means nothing to us. It's true. Uh, what, 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 what sort of accent was that somewhat close to? Easter uh, Sunday. Uh, it's like a Romanian. Transylvanian? That's not a thing. Do a Dracula voice. You are Dracul, so do a Dracula I'm Dracul, and I am Dracula. <laughs> and I make voices that do not make sense. This is my accent. I am Antonio Banderas Dracula. <laughs> Has Antonio Banderas ever played a vampire? Not to my knowledge, no. A dos vampire? That's my favorite phrase to call a vampire. If vampires were real, I'd go, Ah, run! Das Vampir! <laughs> welcome, welcome, and welcome. I guess it don't have to be real for you to say that. Because when you did yell that, someone was walking into the house across the street and they turned around when you yelled that. <laughs> Which house? That's The new neighbors or the older neighbors? The older neighbors. Okay. That's the thing about recording this podcast on a Sunday afternoon with the windows open, which I'm glad we're able to do, but uh, neighbors hear us sometimes. Yeah. And the room we do it in is the most front room in the house besides the kitchen. It's like right next to the street, so we're right there for everyone. We're right next to the street? I mean, the house, the closest the house is to the street, we are in that room. It's not like we're in the back. That's correct. We're in the front Mm-hmm. For everyone to hear me yell, Das Vampir! <laughs> Run! Das Vampir! It sounds like you're talking about a pier in the water. <laughs> like a Dasani? Where'd you get the water from? Like a pier oh, in the water. Oh, okay. It doesn't sound like you're saying, Vampire! 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 <laughs> no, Vampir. I think it's spelled W or a V. I don't know. A. What's an or a V? <laughs> that's, that's one of those Russian characters I told you about. The 33 letters of the Russian. Oh, it's alphabet. not Ivan? I, hello. I am Ivan. I'm going to learn Russian and I'm just going to yell Russian rants at people. Like when I get angry at somebody, I'm just going to fucking go off in Russian. You're going to sound even scarier than you did before. <laughs> Sounds fucking awesome. Did you have that redhead dead dad rage? That's <laughs> just been pent up inside you since you were five years old. Uh, Six. I think you were five. Red dead dad did redemption. 
That was horrible. Red Dead Dad Redemption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is Easter, so if your dad hasn't risen oh, yet, shit. nothing's happening. Should we go check the cemetery to see if he's just hanging out? You think your dad just rises every Easter? I think all dead bodies do, and they're just waiting at their graves. Just waiting for the people. To, they're not. They didn't get out. They're still in the coffins, and it's up to us to go to break get them, them out. Free. Yeah, for one day a year, and then we put them back. So, do you think if you go to a graveyard on Easter and you lay your head on the ground on top of a grave, you'll hear the Queen song very lightly? <laughs> yeah, they all sing that song in their coffins. No, they're playing it in their coffins. Where'd they get the speakers? They have radios built into coffins. They don't do it anymore, <laughs> but they did back in the day. I thought you were going to say built into them, like when they were dead. They just open their mouths and sounds come out. <laughs> they put it in their chest. Well, I mean, chest did, well, didn't your dad have something put in his chest, or did he just have a heart transplant? Uh, yeah. Fuck, what did he have? I can't remember. Or was it no. a valve replacement? He had a hole in his heart when he was a kid. Yeah, so they stuffed it with Elmer's glue. <laughs> yeah, they stuffed no cotton balls in Elmer's glue. What are you looking at? Who's outside now? Is it Dust Bump here? <laughs> oh my God, it's the same. <laughs> now they think I'm calling them a vampire. <laughs> or they think. What if they are a vampire? They're wearing sunscreen and I'm onto them. Then they wouldn't be out at this time of day anyway. You can't just wear sunscreen and be a vampire and be on on a sunny day. If you get SPF 50, yes, you can. <laughs> so this is a review podcast. <laughs> Might be my favorite beginning to any podcast And ever. what we do here is that we share media with each other, usually music. Uh, we listen to it. We talk about it. We talk about other things. And we annoy the people around us. <laughs> On, a, on the Lord's day. Yeah. yeah He's a raisin. Yeah. He, he is He raisin. dried for our sins. He's a raisin. Okay, so this is a me week, and we listened to uh, an album that came out in 1966. So our parents were born, but my dad was a baby. He wasn't a baby, but he was a toddler. A toddler? My mother was... What, what year did this come out again? 66. My mother was like 14. So Pam was four. Yeah. So my mom, this is like... My look at the hip cool guy dancing. My mom was also four. That doesn't make sense. Huh? Because my dad was born in 63, I think. Okay. I can't... I'm not good with numbers right now. 63, so your dad was three. My mom was 62. So your, your mom was... So my mom and Pam aren't the same age, though. Okay. So that doesn't make sense. I don't know how old Pam is. She's 10 years younger than your mother. So she was born in 61. So she was five. You said four. I never said Pam's age. I said your mom's age. I'm pretty sure you said Pam's age. No. I know my mom was 14. Okay. Or 15. She was born in 51. So you don't know how to do math. No, I don't. I've always said that. Math is horrible. Math is not. Math is easy. Math should go away. Everything would be better without it. Everything is math. No. (laughs) Music isn't math at all. Not in the slightest. How can you be bad at music? I'm not bad at music. And bad at, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) And good at math. God damn you. So does that mean if you're good at math, you could be good at music? Uh, No. You could be good at programming music into a computer because of math. I, yeah. bet, it would, I bet it might help. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think about numbers. Actually, I do think about numbers when I'm writing music because I'll be like, one, two, 
three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three. Cause you are a vampire. Vampire. Das, vampire. Vampire. Das vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense because this is the holiday for vampires. So we I mean technically no, because I was talking about Halloween. But this is the zombie holiday. This is the biggest zombie holiday there is. This is I when would say so, yeah. This is when Jesus had been dead for days and then the aliens came and sucked him up into space. It was aliens, huh? I saw I was looking at uh you know, Easter blasphemy memes, blasphemies and ooh, blasphemes. And um that was one of them uh, when Jesus was rising he was actually being you know abducted by some aliens i know you're a big alien fan i don't want to talk about it with you so let's move along you know when they started making prometheus i don't care why would i care no one cares we are in 1966 the the engineers wanted to come back and kill humans because they killed jesus (laughs) she just threw a water bottle <laughs> and it bounced off your microphone, so it really almost hit you. I was like, oh my god, my microphone stand is falling down. Yeah, because you pull it so much. You need to get your hands off it, handsy I man. I pull it so much. <laughs> All right, that let's hasn't talk about, fallen off yet. I've tried. Let's talk about Marvin Gaye. I tried, and then you're like, Prometheus. Because you always talk about shit that I don't care about. And then when you're done talking, you go into the other room... And you just go in Samland. I like to call it Samville. And then just like your mom, because you think I'm your mom, apparently, you'll come out really excited like a kid and be like, this thing is so cool and blah, blah, blah. And then you just go back to your room. That doesn't make you my mom. That makes you my significant other. Well, I'm saying you did that to your mom all of the time. Yeah, because she was my significant other. And then we broke up. It's hard. I bet you made out with her more than you do me. Oh, God. That was gross. I don't care. So we listened to the exciting (laughs) Wilson Pickett. This album came out in 1966. Um, um, Give me a second. This was the third release. The third album by... Wilson Pickett. So this is considered an actual album. I didn't know if this was like a, a like hit kind of thing. I didn't no. know if they had released a bunch of singles and just put it on. This is his third album. It charted at number three on the R&B charts and 21 on the popular music charts. There's a lot of songs on it I've heard before. So. That's true. It is a good album. Stop it, being a robot. <laughs> I am not. I am an old Announcer from the radio back in 1966. We have 12 tracks to listen to on this Wilson Pickett album. It is the exciting Wilson Pickett. Let's get started here with the song that everyone knows, Land of a Thousand Dances. This album name is hilarious. Because it's exciting? <laughs> it's just no album names are like that anymore. It's People come out with like, it's got to be huge and mean a bunch of stuff. This is just... No, this is the exciting Wilson Pickett. What else more do you need? This is the fantastic Sam Farts. Oh, what are the other album names? Are they like the wonderful Wilson Pickett? I think you are... You're, no, you seriously. need to settle down. No, no I, seriously. I like it. You need to chill out. I'm, I'm the one who went on a weird robot voice for a Hey, I don't think you should talk to me. God damn. Um, his, he did the Wicked Pickett. 
Are you serious? I am very serious. His first album is in the Midnight Hour, so he okay. a song from that was also on this release. Uh, the sound of Wilson Pickett, the Midnight Mover. I'm in love, right on. Don't knock my love. Chocolate Mountain. <laughs> A funky situation. I think Chocolate Mountain's my favorite. <laughs> it came out in 1976, so 10 years after the exciting Wilson Pickett, we get Chocolate, Chocolate Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> well, right off the bat, this is a song everyone's heard. I would hope. I would think so. Right? I would think so. I mean, this has been in movies a bunch of times. I think the first time I actually heard this was in Fern Gully. Ferngully, Jesus Christ, I forgot about that movie. Was that Ferngully? Oh, it's fuck yeah, it was voiced by Robin Williams. Oh, it was. Oh yeah. You remember the bat's name? Wasn't it like flimsy or something like that? No, I don't. <laughs> it's been a long time. I swear it's a long time. Uh, I really like Wilson Pickett's voice. I just want to put that out here right now. This yeah, is the he... first time I've ever listened listened to Wilson Pickett, mm-hmm. and his voice is fucking awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. He has that rasp. Yeah. He, he does not try to sound clean for the white people. Oh, I love it. He sounds like he's straight screaming. Like, you could put his scream over some metal stuff sometimes, like a Pantera song, and it would sound correct. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) So this is actually a cover. Is is it a cover? It says that it was... uh... It says it was originally a hit, yeah, in 1963 for New Orleans-based composer Chris Kenner. So this wasn't actually his song, but he made it a hit. Is, uh, excuse my ignorance, but is Wilson Pickett involved with Motown at all? Um, his label was Atlantic. Oh, okay, so no. So I don't think so, no. Atlantic I was going to ask if it was one of those deals, you know how Motown was like... Motown- everyone did everyone's songs. We all had a version. Yeah, but Motown was... It, it was in Michigan. Was it? I think that, I'm pretty sure that was Detroit. Really? Motown oh, was that north. Why, is that why Jackson 5 were so readily available to go there? Yeah, and then Atlantic was uh, more south. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> I, I said excuse my ignorance because I was just like, black guy singing songs, Motown, right? <laughs> no, because he, uh, no. But Wilson Pickett rules. I'm a. I'm definitely a fan. And one thing that I want to. This is a song like we said. Everyone knows it. It was. It was a hit single for him. It was number one. Um, this has been covered and sampled many times over. One song that people might be the most familiar would be "Here Comes the Hot Stepper" by Any Kamal Kamo. I don't know how to say his fucking name. But this guy, everyone knows this song. Whenever it starts. All right. Here comes the hot stepper. I'm the miracle gangster. Still loving like that. I love this song. It's great. But a song that I wasn't familiar with, which I think is interesting, um, is a song by The Residents. I guess that uh. they s- sampled this song in a song called Swastikas on Parade. Okay. Yeah, 
This is almost an 18 minute long song. Oh, here we go. Now it's Residence. <laughs> now this is music. I sit around on Easter Sunday and I listen to the Residence. That cat is climbing into the box that the toilet is in. There he goes. He just jumped down <laughs> in there. That's how he's stolen those pieces. So horrible. Oh. Need somebody help me say it one time. <laughs> this is the best part of the song so far, though. Gesteine Stitzel, du Stalkerkustatten, das Vampir. Whoa, I think I've actually heard that. You have? It's either I've heard that or they've done this style to other songs. Because I've heard that tone of voice listening to The Residence. I've tried to dive into Residence and there's like one album I like. But a lot of it's just so avant-garde and off the wall. It's just like, it's almost nauseating. I don't know. I think it's a toe tapper. <laughs> Let's just stop that. <laughs> That's not fun for anyone. Let's go on to the second song, Something You Got. That guitar line is a shit. Out of the box. Are you going to jump back into it? It's an unused toilet, by the way. We don't just have a toilet in a box in this front room. We collect used toilets and we put them in boxes. And we Don't let her lie to you. And we let our cats crawl, climb <laughs> all over them. <laughs> what do you think about this song? Oh, I'm totally on board. You're on board for every song on this thing, aren't you? Well, I can't answer that. I think the answer is yes. What do you think about this song? Uh, it's not my style, but I still like it. Look, there's a there's a type of like cheesy love songs from like 80s and 90s that I just can't fucking stand but for some reason once in the 60s and 70s it just seems like it's supposed to be there and it doesn't have that same sheen like yeah. I think cause it's early so they're and he's still doing shit like that he's amazing and uh, the guitar lines I've never really listened to these kinds of songs as the instrumentation usually Songs, yeah. you know, I'd listen to like the guitar only, but not only, but I pay attention to stuff. I've never done that with soul music and like music from this era for some reason. It's a shame. I've always heard it as one piece, uh -huh. which is good because I still liked it that way. Yeah. So this run, I was like listening to like, oh, listen to the actual snare tone. Listen to the guitar, how much guitar there actually is. I can't uh -huh. believe how much there actually is. It's just mixed low and it's not distorted, so you don't notice but it. You so can hear much. the bass. Oh, yeah, the bass is everything with this music still. Love there's, it. There's a, Love it. Yeah, there's a saturation on everything, too. Like the horns, they're almost distorted. Yeah. But they're not bad sounding. It's just this saturation that existed in that era because of the microphones and the equipment. And it's all analog. It's all on the tape. Yeah. You can put things into the red and it gives it a good tone instead of just making it sound like clipped crap which is what digital does if you're in the red it sounds like shit on all analog you can go into the red a little bit and you're like it's added warmth and some fucking edge to it and that's this which is throughout the whole album and that snare tone is good these are all instruments now that people would pay thousands of dollars to own again like 
to like measure this sound of the time. Or that, but I was thinking like the instruments that they're actually playing, they're all sets of like guitars that if they're sold now, they'd be like, oh, that's a $75,000 guitar because it's from 1951 when they made them correct and with nice fresh wood. So like their shit's top of the line in their own way. Uh-huh. Top of the line as it can be. Just this era that you can't replicate now unless you actually go find that shit and do yeah, it that way. That's more what I meant. Instead of saying the word measure, I kind of meant like match is what I meant. There's guys like that to try that. and match the sound of trying to get this back. <clears throat> and unless you're using, you know, old equipment, you really can't get that sound. That's just that sound yeah. of the time for a reason. Yep. And I love it when it's done. <laughs> I love soul music from the 60s on the those old recordings. They just sound good with the cracks and the imperfections in the vocals sometimes where mm-hmm. it was not about being so pristine all the time. It was just about letting it fly. Huge fan. Feel, love it. The feel of it more mm-hmm. than the perfection of it. I'm personally a huge fan of that. Let's go into the next track that we have here. It is six, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. All right. Let's try and call that number. I thought about doing that. Like, <laughs> what would that number actually bring up if we were to try and call it? Well, but I, I assume no one would want to have. I assume there are a handful of numbers of songs, of, or <clears throat> phone numbers that people don't have because of songs. Maybe, and there's still no area code, so you have to choose an area code there. Yeah, and you'd still probably be able to get multiple people with that number, just like. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jenny song that everyone knows. Hey, six, seven, five, no, well, that's still... That's no area code either. You can find which area code that fits with that. Um, they all lead to a Wilson Pickett hotline. Six, three, four, five, it's just something he recorded when he was still alive. Welcome to the Wilson Pickett Hotline. I don't really know anything about Wilson Pickett himself. I don't either. I, I know, don't know what he looks like or anything. He's not alive. Uh, he died in 2006. He was known as the Wicked Pickett. Nice. I like that. The Wicked Pickett. Wicked Pickett. That's that's not what I expected at all. It's kind of got like a Little Richard did. Uh, feel to him. I don't want to say look to him, but... I wonder if he was inspired by him, because uh, he Maybe. does that free, wild singing like Little Richard would do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I do enjoy Little Richard. So he's done... He's had different uh, phases throughout his career. These are considered... His later Atlantic years. Oh. No, maybe not. Maybe that's the, his fame years. Did he eventually get into gangster rap? Because he did, like, early stuff and, like... No, but it looks like he did some stuff with, um... Isaac Hayes. I'm wicked pick and take out a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat! <laughs> I mean, he could have. I'm not against the idea about that. It looks like he did. Um, he was a Motown person at some point. Ah. It looks like he his career was hindered by his addictions. Oh. His alcoholism was exacerbated by heavy cocaine use, <laughs> and he became increasingly violent towards his family and bandmates. Jesus Christ. So he was a nightmare. I didn't know this. <laughs> He's the wicked picket. It means a whole new thing now. But he definitely made contributions to music. 
That's for sure. I mean, Land of a Thousand Dances is huge. Every person that was like huge in the 60s is like a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all had some sort of addiction that led to them like beating the shit out of their family. Well, and I think that a lot of those violent tendencies came from the time that they grew up by parents who probably were just more abusive. Who whipped them all the time. You're gonna get a whipping, boy. Gonna get a whipping. Gonna get a whipping. And I mean, the, yeah. And then cocaine comes into it and they have like all these resources. All these and they feel rage. like they own everything. <laughs> you played an F sharp! <laughs> Wilson Pickett, you're not exciting right now. <laughs> Terrifying. You should be called the terrifying. He's like, Wilson don't you know, Pickett. bitch, my nickname's Wicked Picket. <laughs> Wicked Picket, take a knife and stick it in your mother's fucking throat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um I love the direction that this is going in. <laughs> I have to say. Dust up here! I'm looking for the same guy now. Like, I feel like you're calling that man. I just, I'm just i just hoping that someone's out there. I can't see anybody. There's a cat in the window. Uh, how much is that kitty in the window? Free! No, you, no one can have Polly's ours. Well, yeah, he's free to us. He's free! Look at him. Yeah, he's adorable. my death. You want to dress him up like a bunny? Because it's Easter? No. It's Easter? I mean, yes, but no. Happy Easter, Kitty! Happy Easter! <laughs> it's Easter Day! Nostrovia, that bulgy, good luck, good health. And barefooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I love this song. This is a motherfucking. Get you on your feet! It definitely makes you move. It makes me move, that's for sure. Turn it up a little bit. This new setup, I have ultimate control of the volume. We're both just dancing. (laughs) We are, actually. I think it's interesting on this one. The horns are a little bit cleaner. They don't have that super saturated sound. But I think it's because there's so much more going on that they wanted less saturation. Yeah. It would be too much. When in the other song, it was kind of bare on the amount of instruments, so let's add that fucking thick saturation of those horns and fill it up. Fill up that spectral sound. These yep. people were smart. They knew what they were doing. I don't believe that this was a, a single, which is wild to me because I've always known this song. And I don't know if it's just from listening to, you know, online radio stations. Maybe, and yeah. just being into stuff like this and finding things that way. I think that's how I found Wilson Pickett years ago. I was just listening to radio, internet radio. I bet they played this kind of stuff like on Mojo, maybe. I think my mom had compilations of soul and stuff like that, too. So I had always known this kind of stuff. I love this. I just, I love the, I like the whole thing. and this is, when I talk about I would love to be in a band with horns, Yeah. this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you just want like, soul and funk? And, yes. Yeah. Just like pumped up, everybody fucking dancing. It's mm-hmm. not like, I'm not even talking Scott. I like Scott and all that shit, but this is what I mean. Yeah. This is my shit. Just like playing like, what's that one fucking song that was in that Temptations movie? Oh, God damn it. You mean the song that we used Shout. to do? 
Ball of Confusion? No, 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 Shout. Is it called? You know, you make me want to shout. Put my hands on. Yeah, that song's called Shout. Yeah, doing that live with horns and stuff, people would be like, this is a goddamn party. People would be losing their minds. <laughs> They'd be like, this is a goddamn party. <laughs> That's exactly what they would Is be that talking. what my mom always meant by maybe I'm a little too extreme? <laughs> Instead of I going, mean, this is a party, I go, this is a goddamn party. I consider you more than words. Let's listen to Mercy Mercy. <laughs> Which, by the way, came out in 1990. You'll find out in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Have mercy, baby. For me, no bad songs yet. This is a smooth-ass song for me. I I think I can handle so much more hip-hop if everyone just made their hi-hats sound like this instead of the computer hi-hats. Yeah. These drums are so fucking good. Like, you melt to, like, vocal tone. I melt to goddamn hi-hat and well, snare tone. The percussion is also something I've always enjoyed yeah. in music, and especially in music like this. Because I feel like it's interesting, and you can hear the bass. I just remember I gotta come up with something that's my favorite and my least favorite on this. Yeah, that's gonna be tough for me too. Remind me on the break, please. Okay. And what's cool is so far they've all been songs that are they sound like each other, but they are all very different. I think so, yeah. And I think I don't think they just. I mean, yeah, I guess they sound similar. I don't think they sound alike, but similar. Production value and same tones, kind of, but they are all their own specific songs, and they still fit under the Wilson Pickett umbrella. It doesn't make you go, "Well, that's a weird tangent out of nowhere." They're all like, "No, yeah, this is normal. This is right." (laughs) Yeah. It's smooth as hell. You know, like other, you know, think of other bands. They can be much more constrictive. Even some of my favorite bands, it's much more constrictive. It's like if they veered and did a completely different song, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. With this, you don't notice it. You're just like, this is right. This is good job, Wilson. Yeah, like this is supposed to be more of a ballad, I think, but it's not. Very upbeat for a ballad, if so. But I would I would agree that the, the I mean, message so far. is at least a ballad. I mean, and the I, so chord choices. Far, it seems to have a little bit of that. Yeah, I don't know. Upbeat ballad. Yeah, it's interesting. This is not a very long album. We are going to listen to one more song and then take a break. Cool. Uh, we're actually going to give you a break this week. And so let's go ahead. All of these songs. Let me see here. Let me let me skim through. Um, <laughs> That's Vampire! None of them are three minutes. Is it any of them? <laughs> no, that's the kid you know. But you should probably stop just screaming that at neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to ask who raised you, but I know a woman. <laughs> oh, she'd ask the same thing. Who were, she doesn't yell. She said she yell. would ask the same thing. Yeah. Uh, like, who raised you? <laughs> but I know that your mom is nothing like you. You guys, she just let she she gave you too much slack and let you guys become too much of yourselves. I told you once I hit my mid- you're monsters. I've hit the point where I truly don't care about things much. Well, if you could just stop being okay, if I don't want to also live in the house 
where people just scream things out. <laughs> you, know to live, you want to be in the house of the guy that yells Das Vampir out of the room? That's awesome. Pretty much everything you say is yelling as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, let's listen to the next song, and then we're going to take a break. This is You're So Fine. This, this to me is like, Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. <laughs> yeah. The beginning... Still it's funky. the worst part of the whole song to me. I think Just so, the, too. It's that real schmaltzy guitar section. You feel like it's going to be a lame song, but yeah. then when it actually kicks in, it has more groove. Yeah. Even the low songs like still make you want to move. It's because they're doing that... They had that shuffle. You know that... That's what makes it still... Yeah, because that still has the... It's not just a straight one, too. That would be, you know, glamour. It's like Wilson said, hey... I'll make love to you, but we're still gonna we're still gonna groove with it, baby. He said, "Hey guys, don't fuck around. Pick it." I'm wicked picking. I'll take a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new favorite thing to say. People forget about it in like a day. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Until since Mel told me he's starting to, he's finally listening to the podcast. He's gonna binge. Well, he's listened to it. He's to a few episodes. Yeah. yeah, but he's starting from the beginning, and he says he's gonna binge it. So when he gets to this episode, I'm gonna tell him to come up to me right now, Mel. Come up to me and say, "I'm wicked, pick it, take a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat, bitch." <laughs> we are so dumb. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, there are never any like big drop-offs for me during this album. There's no drop-offs. There can be some slags and like Yeah. Like this is no barefoot. No, no, so barefoot. I don't even know what song that was. I can't think of the album tracks. Song where he goes, Well barefootin'. Yup. There's a lot of screaming in this song too. I, uh, yeah, I really like. Here we go. Yeah, his ballads are his scream-heavy songs. That's a straight fucking metal scream, man. <laughs> maybe I can find. I wonder if I can find a compilation of Wilson Pickett screams. Uh, maybe. I, it looks like I have a little thing to do during the break. I bet nowadays in this world of where everybody trades stems, do you know what this is? Stems, audio stems. Um, I know that stems and seeds are no good. That's true, but stems are good in the audio world. It's literally the bare tracks from the albums. That's how people have been doing like the vocals only from a. Uh, that's that goddamn Van Halen song, oh, Running with, Run with the Devil. Yeah, they take the stems so then they can remix the songs. People take like the Injustice for All album from Metallica and they remix uh, it. Yes. I wonder if you could find stems of Wilson Pickett and take the screams, and I'll do what that fucking guy does, and uh, I'll put Wilson Pickett screaming on some metal shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely good stuff. But let's keep in mind, none of that will happen because I never do what I say I'm going to do. I know, right? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> with the devil. All right, we'll be back. 
You said it was ready. I said I was ready. It's going now. Oh, you're such a piece of shit. <laughs> That's all staying in. <laughs> I hope it does. <laughs> By the way, Robin Williams' bad character in Ferngully is Batty. Batty! It wasn't Flappy. Or Flimsy. It's the hot potato. Is this Wilson Pickett, too? No! This is labeled as Guy. Guy? Guy. Guy. But yeah, this is from Ferngully. This is the first time I ever heard this song. Oh, this is from Ferngully. I didn't know what was going on. This is Ferngully. Okay. That's what I was talking about. The bat. It just sounds like a kid movie song. It makes sense. Who? So it was just a dude singing that? It wasn't Batty singing that? It was that? Guy. It was Guy. Okay. Correct. It was. I don't think that Robin Williams was like, ah. I mean, probably though. He could do it. He's Robin Williams. He's definitely someone who, if you put your head up to his grave, you can hear something. I don't know if he was buried. I think he was made into cocaine. I assume that he was cremated and hung from something. Oh, is that too much? Ooh. (sighs) I mean, people have died from that now. What, hanging themselves? Like, is it during jerk-off sessions? Uh, Was... I don't think his was a jerk-off thing. I think his was because he was losing his mind. He had something else, and it was eating away at his brain, and he actually killed himself because he was dealing with... A lot of people are like, he was just depressed. He was depressed because his he was diagnosed with some disease that was like eating away at his brain. His mental stability was going away, and the thought of that, losing the thing that made him who he was... I mean, pushed him over the a lot edge. of people. I don't. I can't think of being like shitting and pissing all my on all, all over myself and like uh, losing my mind and thinking that I deserve to still be alive for people to just take care of me while I'm a shitting, pissing vegetable. One man, one man's nightmare sounds like another man's dream. If I was just pissing and shitting and everyone took care of me all the time, I'm in. Well, you're halfway there. Yeah. So. We are back. We are reviewing the exciting Wilson Pickett album by Wilson Pickett. Hello. The fantastic Wilson Pickett. He's the sexy Pickett. <laughs> Usually known as the wicked Pickett, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought he had a knife. Oh, I thought you were going to... I thought you were going to treat us to something when I said the wicked Pickett. I'm not going to say it. He might show up again with a knife. Wicked Pickett, wicked Pickett, wicked Pickett. Ah! Wicked Pickett, wicked Pickett, wicked Pickett. I'm wicked Pickett and I'm taking a knife and sticking it in your motherfucking throat, bitch. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. We are going to get back into this album. That's my beer. Which, uh, which is another song. Did you? I didn't remind you that you have to pick at least a most favorite. I did it. Okay, good. I did it myself. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. This thing sucks ass. That stand? Because They're cheap. Uh, it has to be like this, I guess. That's how it wants it to be. They're cheap. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get back into this album like I had previously said by listening to In the Midnight Hour. 
if we drilled a hole in the middle of the table, we could get it to come through. Or we could just, yeah, we should definitely drill a hole in the table, and then you'll lay underneath it, and then I'll <laughs> poop through the hole. And which can part of me gets the poop on? You, can you believe that's actually a, anything to do with poop as a sexual fetish? It makes no sense I mean, to me. I mean, I can believe it, but... Because it's not like if you're having butt sex and you pull the poop the poop stick out and there's poop on it. Like, you, that's not an exciting part. You not, usually pull it out because you're done. You're not going to get excited again because you see a piece of poop. Uh, as a man who's not into fecal play, I don't condone it. <laughs> I shouldn't say condone it. It is weird. It seems like... You just don't put a personal bone on it. That's, like, really extreme. To me, if you're getting into poop stuff, that's, like... I mean, it's a whole world, baby. That I'm not interested in, and I will never understand. (laughs) It's, like... Poop is not for me. Are you one step away from... You have to, like, smash your testicle with a rock to get off? Some people do stuff like that. They like that Ah! pain. Not for me! Oh no, I'll just listen to a wicked picket. Stick a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat. Bitch! I love this song. What do you think? Uh, I like it. It's really laid back. It's very slow. It's very laid back. I think uh, live it would be faster. I assume so, yes. Like, this part seems very uh, choked, almost. But, uh, yeah, this song kicks ass. He wails on this song, vocally. I think this song might be the most interesting uh, like, line, like vocal lines and the melody lines and the harmony. Like, it all just seems interesting to me. Interesting to me as well. And I just seem to like songs that talk about things at midnight as well. Like, him and Hendrix. Himmy Hendrix. Himmy Hendrix. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. He Jimmy has, Hendrix. He has that song about like Bird of the Midnight Oil. Okay, that's not the Midnight that's Hour, so, but continue. Like, no, but I, it's midnight, and then I like that. Uh, it's two p.m. Let's see midnight songs. Midnight. Song. I like uh, Iron Maiden's Two Minutes to Midnight to Kill the Unborn in the Womb. My favorite song about midnight is this song by the Grassroots. It's called Midnight Confessions. Are you being serious? Because this song, I've heard you play this song, right? Yeah, I love this song. Yeah. This song rules. Sunny footsteps. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Telling me that you're yeah. <laughs> what else we got in the midnight era? In the midnight hour? We've got this classic right here. I swear there's a in my song. midnight confessions. When I'm telling the world that I love you. We also have this classic right here. Do you know what this is, Sam? Oh, yeah. Um, the Midnight Train to Georgia. There you go. Yeah, this is a good song, too. See? All things with Midnight so far are good. Well, there's a song called Midnight by Coldplay. Let's listen to this. Ooh, this is going to be the test. So far, not good. I'm s- I hate. I'm such a grump that even just one little noise. Well, you don't like me. the tone. Nope. Because it doesn't sound like it was made with a a real instrument. Oh. I 
guess we're just gonna have this for a while. But I bet it was a Cold keyboard. Play. And a keyboard technically is Let's skip ahead a little bit. God damn it, Coldplay, you ruined Midnight. Well, let's, let's let, let it be ruined one more time. Here's Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. Well, I already like it more than the Coldplay, but I don't necessarily like it. Yeah, I like this way more than the Coldplay song. Is this the one where she's like, Maybe I don't know this. But there's also this classic. I've heard that song. Well, what about this classic? Is this Midnight Cowboy? This is Walking After Midnight oh, yeah. by Patsy Cline. No walking after midnight. Listen to they put clomping noises like someone's walking. <laughs> And what about, lastly, Midnight by A Tribe Called Quest? Oh, here we go. Uh, scared money don't make none. He threw a trip on the ace, now he's out, son. Yeah, it's almost as good as that Miley Cyrus song. That <laughs> was a joke. Yeah, that's enough Midnight for you. I didn't get to hear Iron Maiden two minutes to Midnight. But I did it. I sang it. It's all right. Everybody knows. Well, you do get to hear Midnight Hour, which is a cover by someone named Roger. be more synthetic 80s synthesized 80s synthetic it's not real <laughs> the best part is the backup singers going in the midnight <clears throat> that's the kind of stuff that I could never make because I'd be like yeah this is annoying to everyone right like <laughs> I mean, I think so. Don't you God, think so? I wanted to yell Das Vampir so bad because I saw someone out there, but I know it's probably irritating to you at this point. It really is. Das I'm glad that you acknowledged this finally. Let's get back into this das album <laughs> and let's listen to 99 and a half won't do. Oh, maybe to turn it back up. Here we go. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, this song kicks ass. That's why I love music like this. I think it, I find it to be very interesting. This there's like there's like a darkness to this song that's not really on any of the other ones. It's really good. There's a good guitar playing in it. Interesting. MJ would have been alive right now. When was MJ born? I was MJ born. I'm going to take a guess. Like 19... You're in that range, yeah. It was 50-something. He was alive. Two... What's this song about? Is this like about percentages? Because I don't know any lyrics. I think it's I think it's percentage based. Like saying it's got to be a hundred percent, baby. Keep like, it one hundred, as the kids say. You gotta say. give me you all. Don't fuck with me, bitch. Ooh, are, all, are all wicked picking? Pull it out and stick it in your throat. 
You bitch, I don't remember what it is. Swing your pants, take out a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat, bitch. <laughs> motherfucking throat, bitch. Uh, MJ was born much later than I thought. He was born in August, August 29th, 1958. Yeah. I thought it was a later. So he's like, what, six dancing around? Oh, he's definitely dancing or he's getting his ass whooped. But like, by this is around six or seven is when he's out on the on the stage, spotlighting it, handing I, it up, or younger than that. He was was he he was eleven, I think, oh, when shit, the first song long. came out. Yeah, they waited that long. How dare they? They had a fucking golden goose in their hands, and they waited that long. Yeah, a golden child molesting goose in their hands. That's horrible, and it did not take. He didn't. He wasn't just born that way, though. His dad made him that way. He had the natural chops, but his dad trained him. An argument for physical abuse is what you're telling me here. Uh, I mean, what? Do you think MJ was so fucked up, like even into the, I'll say alleged, but pretty sure child uh, sexual abuse? Do you think that stems from the Joe abuse, or do you think that? That I know that he was crazy because of Joe abuse, but do you think like the sexual abuse could have stemmed from Joe being a psycho? You mean him being sexually abused? Michael was sexually abused? Are you talking about Michael sexually abusing others? Michael was sexually abused? Um, there were things like his brothers would hook up with chicks in the room and tell him to like shut up and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I remember that in the movie. Yeah. They're like sneaking girls in, like Randy sneaking so girls in. So we'd like have to hear his brothers hooking up with chicks and gross. stuff. Which, I mean, I don't know if you'd consider that abuse, but being forced to be around, that's pretty it's gross. definitely not healthy. It's definitely not good. So, I, I, I don't know. I think that he just had a weird... I was always under the impression he had a weird um, idea towards sex and things like that. And because his dad was just like, you can't have girlfriends or anything. So he just didn't think of things like that. It was very... Like, you're going to get us in trouble for being around these girls to his brothers. Joe, Joe, He didn't want to get his ass beat. Joe, 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 Joe. Let's watch that movie today for Easter. Let's listen to (laughs) CCR doing their version of 99 and a half, which, I mean, you do have the same, you have that same rasp style voice, so we'll see what happens. He's not even trying to pronounce the words. Yeah, his vocals are really loud compared to everything else. It's like blaring. There's nothing smooth about what he's doing. He's got the rasp, but yeah, that's I'm, I'm not enjoying that as much because of John Fogarty. John Fogarty fucked it up for me. Yeah, that was the that was a bad kind of saturation. Yeah, the vocals that wasn't didn't good. sound. I'm sure he sounds fine. It's just the music the vocals, was fine. The vocals were just done wrong. I don't know. Definitely not near as good as Mister Wicked Pickett himself. Take a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat, bitch. Nowhere near as good as that. There's like a raspiness, but it's like butter still. It's weird. Oh yeah, because he was actually he still had a nice voice. He wasn't. It sounds like John Fogarty was not really singing as much as he was just kind of slurring shit out. Like, doing that. 
<laughs> yeah, we at least say the words. I get it. You feel it. We all believe you, John. Yeah, it's, it's it's not my thing. Let's listen to Danger Zone by Wilson Pickett. And I'm not a hater of CCR. No, I just I'm think either, that yeah. was too much for me. It was a uh, it was an A and B situation. I'm sure if I heard it and I was listening to a run of CCR, I would have been fine with it. Back to back with Mr. F- with we could pick it himself. It just it was harsh. Yeah. Things are at least mixed correctly here. I feel like my ears are still reeling from yeah. that Fogarty scream. Yeah. It was probably remastered twice by now too. So, it should know. have been more even. Oh, you're saying because it was the older version. Okay. No, no, because it was the older version, and sometimes they boost shit too much on remasters. Sometimes remasters ruin fucking songs. Hmm. And it's just too much. Now, this is definitely not remastered, what we're listening to. This is definitely a lower line level. Like, you can turn it up as loud as you want, but it's definitely coming out <laughs> less. Uh-huh. Midnight. He loves midnight. Plus, he says it dues at midnight. I thought it dued later than midnight. When does when does it do? Well, mountain dews whenever you want, because you can always ride that mountain. Brought to you by Mountain Dude. Think we'll get paid for me doing that? Ew. You wouldn't advertise Mountain Dew if they were paying us. No, I'd let you to. You can do that because you actually like it. But, so you would let you would let the sponsorship happen. Yeah. But I just won't have anything to do with it. I just really like Sam from Couple of Critics Podcast says that you should drink Mountain Dew because Michelle thinks it tastes like syrup garbage. <laughs> Sam Alsto, I cannot talk. You're Remember I used to wear a hat that said Mountain Dew eats rats? <laughs> I forgot about that. What happened to that thing? I don't know. Just like everything else I own got lost somewhere. Do you remember that when we got had our little uh, wedding get together that Kirk wore that shirt that said Mountain Doomy. Yeah. <laughs> I also remember him drinking, day drinking, and just the only one standing up by a table just dancing by himself. Oh, really? I don't remember that. But I know he did have, just have a big bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. He was just... He may be a fucking moron, but Kirk reminds me of Snoop Dogg in ways. We're like... <laughs> He just wants to, like, have a good time at times. There's times where he's fucking crazy. Don't get me wrong. But there's times when he's just, like, just chilling. And you can just catch him just dancing when he's, like, had a few drinks, like, of tequila. And he's a little bit stoned. And you just... I've seen Snoop Dogg do the same exact fucking dance. That's probably why he does it. I know, but it just reminds me of it. Now... 99% 99% of the other times, a fucking idiot. But. Well, 99 and a half just won't do for me. So let's listen to I'm Drifting. I'm shaking my tail feather. I'm going to turn this up. What do you think of this one? The, well, he vocally sounds far away to me. That's um, true. They're really letting the music kind of take over. Um, there's not a lot happening here. Like, it no. starts kind of heavy, but not a whole lot happens. This song, this song is a drop-off. Not like I'm saying it's a bad song, yeah. but like this is one that you're like, oh, there's a shift. Yeah. 
This does seem a little more of a little, uh, kind of a little more of a throwaway song, but I don't think it's a bad song. That part sounds like a spy movie to me. That makes sense. The like horns. a spy chase scene, like from the 60s, where it wasn't chase scenes now. What track is this? How many more do we have? We don't have a lot, do we? It's going to be a shorter episode. It sure is. We only have two more songs after this. Another short one for you, everybody. And this may actually be the longest. No, this is the second. This is the third longest song on this. Two songs tie for two minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the era of, like, it's got to be under three minutes because it's radio. Everything's got to be good for radio. I just didn't want all the, uh, I don't know, all the back fat, I guess. And radio stations would not play it unless it was under three minutes. I think it was because of the uh, size of the vinyl. That makes sense. And if you weren't paying them enough to play your song. I bet that has a lot to do with it, is that they had to actually pay for every bit of tape that was used, even if there were, you know, bad takes. That was still all had to be paid for, whereas now you can just delete it. What do you mean, bad takes? Like, of the actual recording process? Yeah. You can tape over that. You can? Yeah. Tape is not final. You can remagnetize over it. I thought it was ruined. Nope. <laughs> now, if you want to keep keep a take, then you have to keep that and slice it out and label it and put it on a shelf. Whereas nowadays, you just go, save, doop. <laughs> and my joke was more based on payola. You pay me the money, I pay your track. I said, pay a your track. I, I play a your track. <laughs> you got uh, you got feisty in there, kind of. I'm a feisty guy. I get a little feisty. So, do you know who Michael Strahan is? I know that name. He did, I think he was a sports guy. He hosted that Regis show with Kelly Ripa for a while, oh. and then they had a falling out, and he left. And he's on, I think he might be on Good Morning America. Um but he's just like a host guy. But he was known for having a big gap in between his teeth. I'm looking at him. Yeah, and, he's got a huge gap in his teeth. Well, he just got veneers last what? week. What? So his signature gap teeth are no longer like that. He now has veneers. He does. What do you think about that? I'm going to take a look at him. It looks like his two front teeth are huge. Mm-hmm. Looks like all of his teeth are huge now. Yeah, veneers make your teeth look big because I've actually watched videos about what they do. I mean, they they do adhere teeth over your teeth, essentially, like coverings over yeah, your teeth. Yeah, yeah. So it makes your teeth look huge. So I think a lot of people have had unsuccessful veneers or their mouths just look big and crazy. And some people, I think it looks good. What do you think about him closing his gap? Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea? I can understand why. Mm-hmm. I first have a question, and then I'll, I'll answer more of yours. Is my gap that fucking big? No. I didn't think so. But you do have a, I mean, you have a sizable gap. Yeah, I do have a sizable gap. That's why you're asking me about the closing of the gap. Well, as a man who had braces and tried to close the gap at one point and then just failed in his uh, you know, upkeep after you get the braces off. Okay. Sorry, Mom. I understand why, but if he has already gained success with the gap, then at that point, why change it? 
But if he wants to get like, but it's personally more for him, movie roles and stuff like that. I think if, he was just tired of it because even though people know him like that, for him it's still considered something that I he guess, thinks is not as pretty. I guess if it makes him feel better, go for it. I mean, his mouth does look prettier with the veneers versus having a big field goal in his fucking mouth. But <laughs> it's, I mean, to each their own. As long as the veneers look good, I can't imagine you with veneers. That's you couldn't. Yeah. If you just all of a sudden had perfect white teeth that were <laughs> perfectly together and not kind of gangly, <sighs> I wouldn't know who you are. I had straight teeth for a while. They're not really not straight. They're just not close together in I, the front. I had straight together teeth for a while. I have teeth that are like far apart. Then I ruined them. And then I have a lot of teeth that are so tight that when I go and get my teeth cleaned at the dentist... They will struggle sometimes when they floss at the end. Because my teeth is so tight, bitch. All right, let's go on to It's All Over. Which is almost this album. This is this definitely the first real ballad. This song reminds me of, like, Home Alone for some reason. I cannot give you any reason why. But uh, it does. Which makes me think of microwaved macaroni and cheese. Makes me think of a humongous bowl of ice cream. Mm, and some, humongous bowl of ice cream. And some uh, cheese pizza. I want cheese pizza and ice cream. If I ate cheese pizza and chocolate ice cream, I would be in heaven and you would be in hell. <laughs> that would be a shit. You would take off from the toilet on that kind of shit. No, I wouldn't. It would just smell bad and it would hurt me and I'd have to take a nap afterwards. <laughs> uh, Those are the things I do to myself. This song for me is a zone or outer. So you're still zoned out from the last song too. Yeah. Plus but the this album is way over. like... This is way laid back for me. This doesn't even have the shuffle. Kind of does with the... Do, 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 ch- no, it's but the ride symbols just mellow. a straight. No, ting, 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 ting. Oh, oh, they fucked with me there. I'll kill you, wicked picket. He's already dead. Mission accomplished. Fifteen years ago. That's how good I am. You were twenty. Yeah, old you enough even... to kill a man. I mean, have, there's plenty of stories of children killing people and other children. So. Yeah, but old enough to kill a man. That's like, still not true. Like Wilson Pickett. I keep almost calling him Lou Rawls. It's almost happened nine times. I mean, technically, my cousin shot and killed his mom. Jesus! So you're never too... He listens to this! No, he doesn't. His yes, brother he... does. Yeah, his brother does. It was an accident. I'm just saying it. Kids can kill adults. What? I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying I didn't cry. <laughs> That should be... I'm marking that just in case. That was intense. No, it was only intense because of you. Because you took that serious. And I'm... No, I, I think we the were... person who listens to that would be like, Jesus Christ! He was just a baby. <laughs> Let's listen to the last and final song, She's So Good to Me. Oh, I love the talk about 
I don't believe you, Wilson, because from what I hear, you're a nightmare. Yeah, she's good, and he's an asshole. Not a court. No, he's an asshole because she doesn't do things right. How many toilet squares did you use while I was gone? Now you're using Kirk logic. Not using Kirk logic. I'm using Jerry Springer logic. Oh, I'm just referring to that guy who got shot by the police. And it came back around to Kirk saying that the wife was probably was an idiot and pissed off the husband. <laughs> yeah, 99% of the time, a fucking moron. So are you still out? No, this song is, is it's all right. I think the last three were just kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Just drop off. They just off. don't have the magic. But some of the other ones did. But this one, I think, is way more interesting. But there's like a certain jazzness that's not there anymore. I don't know how to explain it. I think it's more vocally driven in this song than the music. The music is a little more standard. Well, I like that shit. That da, 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 da. And I also think... I also think of background singers are kind of like, eh. I just want fucking Wicked Pickett screeching it out. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if I saw this live, I'd be like, it's those background singers, they're kicking ass. They'd probably be sped up as well. Huh? They would probably be sped up as well, I assume. Ooh, Wilson Wicked Picket fucking going up Wilson, into the high Wilson Wicked Picket. He's a Wicked Picket. <laughs> he graggled till the end. Yeah. Well, we are now officially done with that album, and we're to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions. It's time to ask questions. It's, it's time my microphone fell into your titties, girl. The microphone fell into your titties, girl. Does vampire, does vampire, vampires, vampires, vampires. Wow, that was the greatest question. Yeah, you were gonna say worst, and I don't think that's correct because there have definitely been worse ones than that. Why did I choose this? Uh, this. We've been talking about some soulful people lately, like with Zach and Kent. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot of Sam Cooke talk, and I love Sam Cooke. I love Otis Redding, um, but I also love Wilson Pickett, and I thought that this would be good to choose because I think there's a lot of energy, and I think that his singing style is something that would appeal to you more than Sam Cooke. I figured you'd consider that more of a snooze. Uh, what do I think you thought when I gave it to you? Okay, cool. Not negative. Not like excited, but just like, okay. The exciting Wilson Pickett. Mm-hmm. And what was your judgment prior to listening to it? Were you excited? I was, uh, it was nothing. I was like, I'm going to be able to handle this no problem. Okay. Wasn't necessarily an easy peasy because yeah, I, I say so. easy peasy for like, I kind of know it already and I'm like already kind of into it. Mm-hmm. This was just. I like this style of music. This will be fine. Okay, that's fair. Do you know how many times you listened to this album? Uh, about three and a little bit more. I think like three and, and a two. half. 
like two or three songs, and then I switched it to something else where I went to bed. I can't remember. Okay. I got five or six listens. And, uh... Wilson Pickett, you got five. Do, 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 do. Wilson Pickett, okay, maybe so six. Do, what do, 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 your do. least favorite song is, Shit. my personal guess Okay, it's definitely within the last three tracks because oh, you think so? Uh It is. Um, I'm drifting. It's kind of like plain. It's all over. Dropped and was an actual ballad. I don't think she's so good to me. Is gonna be it. So for me, for you, it's between I'm drifting and it's all over. My guess is it's all over because it's the actual ballad, the slowest song on the album. Well, sound the sirens because you got it right. I don't know if I have to explain why it's just You don't have to explain anything. Such a ballad. I don't not I'm not miserable. I would be fine with listening to it, but I had to choose something that's the least interesting to me. And that that's sense. that one. So I'm not saying it's bad, I'm not saying it doesn't have its place. I'm just saying for me, there's uh, way better on this album for me. That makes sense. Sam, what do you think my least favorite song is? I'm gonna say that's the same one. It's not. Damn it. Um, I I'm going with I'm drifting. I don't think that really? it's I don't think it's terrible, but it does kind of drop off for me a little here too. I find the things about the other songs to be a little more interesting, and I like I kind of like his sing I like his singing style in this, but I feel like the music doesn't really do much. It's just kind of more. I understand. It's almost like a country bumpkin sound to it. So compared to the rest of the album for me, that's my dud. And uh, then what I think your most favorite song is, this is going to be rough because I have no idea. Um, But my guess is in the midnight hour. It is a fight between that and another one, and I'm going to give it to the other one. It's the track right after it. 99 and a half won't do. This has just got a nice. I would like to play a guitar solo over this. Like, classic blues. Guitar prominent. I did not see this coming at all. It feels gritty. I love In the Midnight Hour. Oh, and this. That like little minor section there that goes back in. Just, like, just hits the right buttons. But like. Fucking Barefootin' and Land of the Thousand Dances and In the Midnight Hour, they're all fucking really good. Mm-hmm. And In the Midnight Hour is right under that song for me. Because I like most songs that have to do with midnight. Okay. And I think he says midnight in that song. He does. Yeah. What do you think my most favorite song is? I think your favorite song is In the Midnight Hour. It's not. Damn it! But it's a very good song. I'm going with the classic <laughs> Land of a Thousand Dances. That was my second guess and I didn't go for it. This song, ma- this song, song makes me want to jump up on my feet and start yeah. dancing. This is the song that we would play in that band with the horns. And the band with the horns. Yeah, that's what the band's called, band with the horns. The band with the horns. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> you know that band with the horns? Yeah, that's a really good I song. I want to be in the band with the horns, but I have to, can I play my toot horn? <laughs> Poop. That little like shitty fart <laughs> yes, of whistle course thing did. that I bought, and it doesn't sound you're anything a like it. You're a you're like a head singer of the ah! of, yeah. All right, so 
How old was I when I first started listening to this? Jesus, you're throwing water bottle components at me all day. That there was that came nowhere near you. It hit my shoe. No, it didn't. It, it most close. certainly did not. <laughs> you need a man up, Sam. <laughs> you can handle some plastic. <laughs> And some rubber. Let's talk to your asshole. So, Are we going to buy ourselves a sex toy for Sam's butt? <laughs> sounds like we're buying you a sex toy for your butt. Not Do buy you? us a sex toy for your butt. Unless you want me to be the one managing it. You manage. <laughs> You're the harbinger of my butt dildo. How old was I when I started listening to this? Uh, I was in my, I would say, early 20s, late teens i'd say probably like 2021 that makes sense for me nice um how did i originally feel about it it's oh this album though this album i listened to for the podcast as a whole oh okay um how did i originally feel about it liked it wait it's short it's sweet did you know all these songs then since we listened no i knew maybe like a third to a half oh okay probably a third just Did from hearing... You were a fan of the new ones? I've been a fan of Wilson Pickett since I heard him yeah. when I was younger. But as far as me actually hearing this album, it was for the podcast. Um, but yeah, I liked I liked the songs. They're short, simple. Yeah. Most of it, <clears throat> it's you know high energy. It's good stuff. Would I recommend this today? I would. I wouldn't have anyone to recommend it to. But I would recommend it. Sure, guys, listen. I think it's a good recommendation. Yeah, it's a good album. I have nothing against it. Um, I assume you wouldn't listen to this again. So what do you rate this? Well, I would not be opposed to it being put on because it's still good music. But I will rate this. I'd say like a seven. Okay. Seven or an eight, maybe. Okay, that's fine. On quality. So, Sam, what's next? Because we're done with the questions. Remember. I couldn't remember. I remember. Uh, Temple of the Dog. Yeah, <laughs> the album Temple of the Dog. Yeah, I already knew about this. And uh, we're probably going to go ahead and record this one later today. Maybe we'll see what happens. And uh, Two in a day. Get our bumper back. <laughs> two in a day. Get our bumper? That's what I called it. I don't know if it works, but that's what I said. I don't think it does. Um, but yeah, we have that, and then you know we have some stuff coming. It's exciting. Let's uh, let's get on out of here. Yes. To wicked pick it out, take a knife and stick it in your motherfucking throat, bitch. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you.